Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Blair Blakesley, blaring the good news of Jesus around the world. And I just want to say thank you for uh, watching this YouTube, unless you're listening to it on a podcast, which uh, can be done on different uh, formats and app apps. So, hey, welcome today. And I just want to say last week um, we were talking about uh, respecting authority and we had a testimony that came in. I just wanted to share with you. It's a, uh, a lady friend who is just uh, just loves the Lord. And she wrote me something on YouTube and I, I just want to share it with you. I won't say her name because she didn't want me to, to share it. Uh, what her name that is. I don't I don't think she might be sharing her testimony. So this is what she wrote again. It had to do with respecting uh, your authorities. And it says, uh, Pastor Lord, thank you for sharing about respect. I will pray that I use God's plan for respect, kindness, gentle words, and a right attitude. Thank you for helping me to make a change in my heart. So I thought that was very nice. And thank you, my friend, for sharing your heart with me and that we could share with other people. And God is great. God is awesome. And again, these podcasts that I do are really, really, I want, I want God to be glorified through it. I, I want people to be, lives to be impacted by it. So boy, if you're impacted, I'd love for you to, to just share uh, a testimonies. And if you're impacted, I'd love for you to, to just hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel there and just, uh, well, then we can just get them to you and you can share them with other people if you'd like. If, if other people can be impacted by it. So today's challenge is forgiveness. And some of you are going to say, oh, this, this is a tough one. Some of you might even say this is not even right. Uh, that, to be able to talk about forgiveness and forgiving people. There's some people that people think just do not deserve to be forgiven. I hope that that can change that thought process by the end of this uh, podcast. But uh, here we go. What, what better person to be an example for us than Jesus? And when you think about it, Jesus came to this earth for the sole purpose of taking on our punishment for our sins. We're, we're sinners. God declared to us prior to Jesus coming, God could declare to his people that his creation, you're going to be, you're going to face death because of your sin. And, the, and with, with sin comes punishment, which, which is death. And, but he made this promise that he would send a savior, the Messiah, who would come to this earth and he would take on our sins, and hence our punishment for our sins, so that we could have forgiveness of our sins and live a new life in Christ, a new and changed life in Christ. Not that we become perfect, but we, we take on Christ, we take on the Holy Spirit who empowers us for change, and, and just over daily surrendering our lives to the Lord, we just begin to be conformed more and more into the image of Christ. And if, and we're going to mess up. And when we do, it says, hey, confess your sins and I will forgive you of your sins. So it's a process of this. Not just did he come to this earth so that he could die in our place, take on our punishment and give us forgiveness of sin. But he promises ongoing forgiveness for our sins that we confess to him. So what, again, what a, what a great example. He came to this earth. He didn't do anything wrong. Uh, his crime was, in a sense, 
he was too loving and too kind. I mean, he was just, his love was beyond what any of us could show. His kindness was beyond what any of us could show. And the religious leaders, the so-called religious leaders saw Jesus. They were, they were threatened by him. He became very popular and they became very jealous. And I mean, to the point, I mean, just je their jealousy was to the point of they became hateful of Jesus and wanted to kill him. But listen, they couldn't kill him. I mean, when it was time, when it was time for Jesus to go to the cross to take on our punishment, he let, he let people arrest him. And he allowed them to physically and verbally abuse him. And, and that was the part of our punishment. I just want to mention some of the things that, that he went through for us so that we wouldn't have to. Uh, they flogged his body 39 times with a whip. It's a sharp whip that had jagged, sh sharp items on the end. Some say glass, some say uh, different items other than just glass, but they were sharp. And as they whipped him, it ripped the skin on his body to the point that it says even bo his bones could be seen uh, through, through, his, uh, through his punishment. Uh, just to mention some other things that were done. His flesh was literally, oh, I told you it was torn so you could see his bones. He was slapped. He was punched in the face. His head was beaten repeatedly by a club. His body was so bruised and swollen, the Bible says he was unrecognizable. And you know, I'm just thinking the time that I fell from a tree stand, it was hunting season, it was a windy day and the tree sway, was swaying back and forth. I was getting down out of the, the tree. Uh, to, to come down, the top step was in the Y of the tree. So it was so windy when the tree did this, it loosened that step up. And so when I grabbed a hold of it, boom, it pulled out and I fell. And as I was falling to the ground, this, this tree branch caught me here and just like ripped, ripped my skin. It was like it, it was like a slap in the face. I mean, a, a quick heart and I was bleeding and, and everything, but it swelled up like to the point where my eyes was totally shut because it swelled so much. Now, you, you know, you just think of Jesus who was beaten. He was slapped. He was hit in the head with a club repeatedly. And, and his body was just, I mean, it was beat up. And he was swollen. And, and the Bible says he was unrecognizable. Uh, he was mocked and ridiculed, spat upon, made fun of humiliated before the crowd, uh, before the crowds of people, is forced to carry a cross like a criminal, even though he, he wasn't a criminal, he did nothing wrong. And, uh, and before Jesus died, he cried out to his father and said, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. You know, that, that's what Jesus did to save the world for the forgiveness of sins. And I, I was thinking of a t-shirt as I was putting this together. I was thinking of a t-shirt that I saw that I thought was pretty cool. It's, it has the superheroes on it. So here's a, a picture of Jesus sitting in a chair talking to the superheroes. And it shows all the superheroes just around, you know, the Spider-Man's hanging upside down, like listening to them and uh, Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and, you know, just all these different uh, superheroes. And, you know, Jesus is talking and they're just, again, listening intently. 
And Jesus' closing words, which are on the T-shirt, said, and that's how I saved the world. You know, I, I just look at that and think, that is so cool because um, that's exactly what he did. He saved the world from the penalty of sin, which is death, separation from God forever into the eternal lake of fire called hell. He provided for us an opportunity to receive that forgiveness and have a new life in Christ destined for heaven because of our relationship with Jesus, who then gives to us the Holy Spirit, which empowers us to be able to be changed. So that's Christ. But boy, when he, when he said, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. Can you, I mean, like, like if you were reading the Bible for the first time and, and, and just read what happened to Jesus and then for him to say, Father, forgive them, you'd say, what? For, forgive them? Are, are you serious? After all this horrible stuff that they did to him that, and then eventually he even died? You're like, this, that's impossible. I, nobody in their right mind would do that. What, what would drive someone to, to be able to, to go through this and then say, Father, forgive them. This is what would drive somebody. Love. Love is what drove Jesus to do what he did. And love is what drove Jesus to be able to say, God, please forgive them. I came here for the, for the forgiveness of their sin. And, and his hope was that they would receive it. Now, some do and some don't. But boy, it's love. Love. His grace and mercy is what took him to the cross for us. And this forgiveness, you know, tell you, to, to be able to forgive someone, that is an act of love. I mean, just think about it. To, to be able to turn up to someone who has wronged you in some way, hurt you in some way, and to be able to, to look at them and say, I forgive you whether you say it verbally or say it in your heart, I forgive this person. That, that takes an act of love. To have unforgiveness in your heart, that there's no love in that. There's, there's hatredness. There's bitterness. There's, there's gossiping. There's, there's all this stuff that goes with unforgiveness. And uh, it, it can consume a person. Uh, it, can, it can cause people to be in battle against each other. There could be a battle of, of, of revenge going back and forth. It's like, like me getting this pastor wet with water who then got me wet with water. And then, then we had to, to do even more of it. And it just went from just a sprinkle of water to, to a, a handful of water to now a glass of water thrown on you know, that's, that's what happens when there's, now that's, you know, that was all joking around, but I mean, I'm talking about true un, unforgiveness. There's this hatredness and this bitterness and this revenge and this get even and, and gossiping, and it just goes on and on and on. You know, but Jesus, Jesus provided forgiveness for us, and uh, we, we, we don't deserve it. It's uh, it, it's easy to to maybe be hurt by someone and and draw this conclusion that um, I can't forgive this person. 
But but Jesus is calling us just as I have forgiven you. He's saying, I want you to forgive others. And if you look into the scriptures, Matthew 6, 14 and 15, you can look at Matthew 6, 14 and 15 and Luke uh, 6, 37. Um, it says this, Jesus says, as I have forgiven you, so you to forgive others. And those who forgive others, I will forgive them. And those who do not forgive others, I will not forgive them. And so it's that that's that should be a, a drive and motivation for us to understand this power of forgiveness, to be filled with the love of Christ that can help us forgive other people rather than allow our flesh just be filled with this hatredness or, or bitterness that allows us to not forgive. And this is the challenge. So this is this week's challenge. Um, you know, from the 40-day devotional book, it's uh, forgiveness, it's forgiving other people. So I just want you to, to think about this for a second. Think about someone who's hurt you that you think, well, I, I, uh, that's someone that I could say I forgive you to. To not be able to say I forgive you is really to allow this person who has hurt you to, to control you, to to not have forgiveness is to be enslaved by this unforgiveness, to be enslaved by their wrongdoing to the point where they, they control you. You let them control you. They don't control you, but you let them control you. You let them control your thought processes and this and the hatredness and the things. And, and you find yourself just consumed by thoughts of, of negativity towards this person. And, and it just... Uh, it can eat it, a person. Um, at some point, we have to let it go. We have to let it go so that we're not consumed with all these thoughts every day. And then when we see the person, boy, these thoughts well up again. And then we gossip about them. And, and, and we're filled with anxiety. And then this anxiety can just start to, to eat away at, at our at our physical body, our stomachs, and then we develop an ulcer or, or the anxiety becomes so great it even puts a strain on our heart and, and it just ends up beating us up physically. And, and then there's the spiritual consequences when we don't show forgiveness. And God wants, God came to give us life and to give it to us abundantly. The, the devil came to, to, to destroy us and to deceive us and destroy us and to kill us and and Boy, if we, if we give him freedom of our thought processes and of our heart and we just set ourselves up for destruction, boy, let Jesus, his love, fill you to be able to forgive somebody so that you can be free and, and, can, and can be, with, with the help of the Holy Spirit, not just be free from, from these anxieties and all the hatredness and everything, but then be able to have the freedom to move forward in Christ to be able to do the things that he's called us to do to impact other people's lives for the Lord. And we just can't let these, these things stop us. You know, that, that to me is freedom. And, uh, you know, sometimes we, we look at some situation, we go, but Blair, you don't understand it. And I'm telling you, I worked with a resident at a residential treatment facility with teenagers who were, who were put in placement because of um, bad behaviors or different 
things that have happened in their lives. And some of these girls came in who were abused physically, sexually. Um, some had guns put to their heads by, by a drunk father, forcing them to do things that people should not be doing. And, uh, and to tell them, hey, you know, time to forgive. I mean, that's, that's, that's an impossible thought for these kids. And I'm sure it's that, that same feeling and thoughts that come to our minds for, for certain individuals. I can't forgive this person and, and they don't deserve it. And how can I love someone like that? And, and, and this is, this is how I, this is just kind of how I think of it, maybe to help me to, to, to better understand the, the importance of pursuing this forgiveness. I just think, you know, I have two beautiful daughters. I love them dearly. They're great. God's blessed my wife and I with two beautiful girls. So, I mean, now they're growing up and we have grandkids. But anyways, um, but let's just assume, again, let's just assume that I had, that I had a third child. And, and it was, uh, and his name is Blair Jr., okay? And Blair Jr. grows up, for whatever reason, going down a wrong path. And he, and he becomes a, um, a rapist and a murderer more than once. <clears throat> my heart would be broken. My heart would be broken. I mean, I would be in tears. I would be in so much pain just thinking about a, a ch having a child that went down this path. My heart would be broken. But listen to me. I would still love that child. I would, I would plead and I would pray that God would capture their heart, that they would be, that they would be receptive to the Holy Spirit in their lives and, and would allow Christ to come into their life to change them, to forgive them and to change them and give them a new life. I would still love them. And that's the way it is with God, with us. We go down this path and we make bad choices and bad decisions and do and, and, and commit sin. And he looks at us and his heart is broken, but he loves us. And that's not just things that we do every day. We're talking about the rapist who, listen, they're wrong. There needs to be justice for that. But that's something on the outside. God wants to, to heal us on the inside. And that's what starts through forgiveness. God still loves his children that he created and wants a relationship with them. He hurts. He's broken. But he's, he's willing to forgive them if they would just turn to him. And so I, I think of that as a, you know, from a, as a father that maybe maybe hearing that can maybe help you see the value in, in forgiving other people. Um, who you forgive. You know, if some of you have been hurt by someone and you and you think, wow, they, they said something. And, and, you know, and I know how things go. Sometimes people say something, they don't mean it in a bad, negative way. Um, I remember this one guy making a comment about this girl um, where they had this light, bright light shining on them and the shadow would come on a screen with a piece of paper on it. And then 
the other person had to outline that person's like por portrait, you know, shadow portrait. And this girl was sitting in the chair and her shadow's on the screen. And this guy that who she likes and would love to have him as a boyfriend. But as he's drawing this picture, he goes, hey, I never realized that, you know, that you're how, how big your head is. He didn't mean it, you know, disrespectfully. Um, maybe he shouldn't have said it, but all she heard it, all she heard in her mind was, I'm fat. That's all she heard. He didn't say that, but that's how she interpreted it. And it just devastated her and affected her life for a long, long, long time. And uh, so, so there might be a situation that you were in and you're like so hurt by it. And you, do, you just got to go to them and, and communicate with them. Hey, you know, something happened. I, I just want to share it with you. And this is what happened. And this is how it affected me. And, and that person might go, oh, my goodness. I, wow, I'm, I'm so, I am so sorry. That's not at all. And then boom, boom, boom. They communicate. And then this boom. It's a one-step process. There's forgiveness. And you guys can move on and, and be friends again. But for some, it might be. A long process. It's not a once easy one easy step process. It might be a long process of like a lot of prayer and preparations because of the anxiety and the fear or whatever. You just need to have that that long process of getting right, um, just rightly prepared before the Lord with His help, and uh, and then God opening that door at the right time, maybe when you least expect it. Boom! There they are in your presence, and God is like, "It's time." And you start to have a chat with them and, and work things out. And there's a forgiveness. Um, I'm thinking of this Christian artist who whose dad was abusive to him. I mean, just abusive, was verbally and physically abusive. And he became a Christian, became a Christian, became a Christian artist, a famous Christian artist. And I just remember at a concert, he was playing, he was playing the piano and singing and full piece stopped and he just shared his testimony. And he talked about his dad, relationship with his dad. And he could not forgive his dad. He couldn't. I mean, for a long, 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 long time. Well, now we're into adulthood. And that's when finally he got to the point where he could say, I, I forgive my dad. But the thing is, his dad had died. Um, so what he did was he got a piece of paper and just wrote on all these things that his dad had did that, you know, that he remembered and that affected him emotionally, physically, and even spiritually. And he just wrote it on a piece of paper and went to his dad's grave site and just sat there and, you know, just pretending that his dad is there that he could talk to and just started sharing his feelings with him said, dad, you know, after saying all this stuff, you did this, 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 but today, dad, I just want you to know, I forgive you. What freedom this uh, Christian artist felt after doing that freedom and healing. And maybe that's something that you need to do. Maybe somebody that hurt you in, in their past, or maybe it's somebody that still is living and you've tried to work things out and it didn't happen. And it's not gonna, you, you already know, I've tried to work things out in this relationship, boom, it's not gonna happen. So boom, you, you maybe you need to write on a piece of paper. I'm not saying you have to, I'm just saying maybe if this, if this would help, then do it. And then just go before the Lord and say, God, here's 
Martha, Jerry, whoever, boom. And you know, God, what's happened in this relationship and how it's hurt me. And, and I'm, my, I'm broken and, and I've been hateful and gossiping and anxiety and bitterness and da, 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 da. And they did this, 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 and this. But Lord, by your, by your Holy Spirit and, and your help, I just want you to know that I forgive Jerry or Martha and, uh, and just find freedom in that. Look, I don't know what you have to do. I mean, I'm not going to tell you exactly, you know, every step that you would have to do, but God wants you to, to pursue it. And I hope that you do uh, forgiveness for whoever. And I would love to hear a testimony. Of course, don't use the person's name. And I talked to my mom today and her name is da 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 And I said to her and, and we and we hugged. Maybe you don't want to mention the name because they might be embarrassed, but just say, hey, I went to a loved one and or my friend or whatever, or maybe it was an enemy. And this is a testimony. I would love to hear it. But maybe, maybe you're still at that process of I'm not ready yet. Then I would love for you to just, uh, you could Facebook me so you don't have to be embarrassed, like putting it on YouTube and just say, I need prayer for a relationship that I need to forgive. And listen to me. I'll be praying for you. I will pray for you. I have my prayer log and with names in it of people that I'm praying for and I and I'll check up on you. So I'd love to hear it. Hey, thank you so much for, for uh, listening and and just uh, be, being intent and open with your heart. Uh, I'm excited about next week because I want to just share something with you. I have a friend from the UK, United Kingdom, who is just uh, an amazing man of God. There's a wonderful family. And they have served in different places around the world and are impacting lives for Christ. And I wanted him to come on and just we're, next week's topic is going to be humility. And uh, so that's why I'm having him on because he needs to be humbled. No, just kidding. Um, no, I'm having him on because he is a great example of humility and and we'll uh, have fun with this uh, with this next week's podcast. All right. Thank you so much. Just glad that you're here. I love you. Jesus loves you. And he has a, a purpose for your life to put you forward in your spiritual walk to be able to impact others for him. All right. Have a great week. God bless you.